Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the freshest edition of the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. DA with you. You can always subscribe to us for free. It has its own iTunes feed, so simply search Permission Granted Podcast. And then also, you'll get the PGP on the other feed, the normal DA show feed. We'll also tweet this out as we make our way through the week as well from a number of uh, Twitter accounts that we have here on the show. And you'll be able to find it a number of places, including our website, daoncbs.com. Now, Mraz joins me, and I heard that Side B is already taped, and you guys chatted, you and Joe D, about the 12 DAs. Is there some debate going on already? Uh, he reads off, he was more angry, and we're going to get into some side B, that we did a Facebook Live video with myself, you, and James Ward debating these, and that he never really got a chance to debate, mm. and he felt it was a slight at him that he was not included, so I gave him a chance to kind of air his thoughts on contenders and pretenders everybody, and whatnot. Everybody feels slighted all the time around here. It's true. Everybody on this show has such a chip on their shoulder. Including you. I. Well, I, I'm the biggest offender. Maybe the biggest chip. I, I I have the biggest chip. I eat the biggest chips. There's no question. I don't know what it is. We're all united. We all love each other, but everybody's got a, everybody's got their own you know thing to perk at. Well, as we talked about with the 12 DAs, uh, I I've seen the final list and the final rankings. I'm I'm not in agreement with the number one. I am in agreement with almost everything else. I think the number one is overrated. But I was outvoted. <laughs> I was outvoted because the three of you felt that it was a no-brainer number one. I think I had it at five or something like that. I'd have to go check back, and that's fine. I, I'm going to have a follow-up question to this, not not revealing who the number one is. Yeah, and that would only be based on this year's votes and the way the votes were calculated amongst a team of four, and and the low score wins and the whole deal and the whole you know arithmetic or whatever you want to call it that nice. goes into it. Nice use of arithmetic. Yes. Are you looking kind of like the NHL did with John Scott making the All-Star game last year, getting votes? Are you going to try to institute something for next year's 12 <laughs> DAs where your vote outweighs everybody else's votes? No, 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 no. This is a democracy. I, I believe in that. I believe all of our votes should be handled equally. I okay. just I think when we get down to the nitty-gritty, I think when we get down to the top five, the top three, I think it'll come out that you'll realize, you know, I think my vote was more accurate. <laughs> I think my ballot was more so accurate. So will you oh, – oh, here's the problem here. Everybody's going to be so pumped up and ready when we reveal the number one, I guess in two weeks now. Yeah. Are you going to basically have a sour puss that day when it gets played and not – 
in because it's still a 12 DA, no, look, and as you put it, probably still a top five 12 DA. Yeah, it is. So are you going to basically now hold, you know, pull that moment and pull no, the no, air no, out no, of the no. studio down when that's played? No, 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 absolutely not. I, I'm I'm proud of all of our 12 DAs of Christmas. I'm okay, pr- I'm certainly proud of every year's number one. I just feel like this is the year that Steve Nash won the MVP. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if I agree with that vote, and I think history will will shine on me. Okay, so that's interesting because I think collectively a lot of the show staff, at least I know three-fourths of it, would say that we may feel that we have the 12 strongest 12 DAs we ever had. That's probable. But you may go out on a limb and say we have the weakest number one we've ever had. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe that number one is a number one other years. Okay. Uh, actually, if I, I rank it five, we've only done this four times. <laughs> So that's impossible, but uh, I don't know. I, look, was it a top? I think I might have had it even at three or four. Well, those ballots will be released afterwards yeah, for right. the argument. <laughs> but I am excited every night. You know, we're we're marching towards the holidays, and you you can taste the finish line. And oh, for sure, you know, a good reset button on the year is coming. I'm a little bummed college football's over now. No games until the Bulls. And the Bulls are kind of silly in, in so many ways until you get to the playoff. And the NFL is now four weeks to go before the, the playoff. So Insane. You know, I like the 12 DAs because it gives me something kind of exciting to, to look forward to every night. You know, it, Definitely. Even though I know d- day by day we're heading into the, the cold-hearted darkness of the winter, I know every day I get a better 12 DA to listen to. So that kind of makes me warm inside. It's something to look forward to. It's a segment we know we have in there ready to go that we could be excited about. But, yeah, you're right. Once you click away these and once we get through the 12 DAs, all of a sudden you're at, you know, Christmas. You get, you know, do a little holiday time, a lot of family. Then next thing you know, you're in the NFL playoffs, and it's a good way to kind of transition your way. I'm excited about December. I'm excited about the Well, it's fl- here. I hope you are. Yeah. Well, you know. I, I don't think we're going to get a lot of snow here in, in December. I feel like we're going to skate. And it's getting I, cold, though. It's getting cold, but that's okay. I don't mind cold as long as there's no snow. And I also think that the NFL is is interesting now, you know, final month of the season. The college football playoff should be good, even though that's essentially in January. But I'm, I'm excited about all of that. My issue comes when we are really done with football, done, done, and then we're already staring. Like, I, even today I started thinking, man, I'm not ready to stare at the abyss after February and count down the days until, like, I get college football magazines. I mean, I'm just, that seems like I'm not ready for that, even though that means warm weather. Yeah, I mean, what happens is, and we talk about this almost every year, once once we get past that Super Bowl hub and that game's played and you get past that Monday where you're reacting, you know, warm weather, you want to stare, you're basically trying to find a way to get yourself to March Madness, where at least every weekend for a couple of weeks you're, people, you're into though, the college basketball. Some people love college basketball in the regular season. Some people love the NBA. I, listen, I... Both you and I enjoy both, but I'm just not... I can't get amped. Like, what's like going to happen to me is I'm going to have a couple weekends in a row where it's, you know, going out to the movies. It's, you know, Sunday <laughs> where I got to do some kind of chore, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's There's no something great. to be said for sitting on the couch for 12 hours watching football each day. I don't know how you pull that off. Well, I you, don't know. Because you got to break them in early. Have you not done this with your girlfriend? I mean, she's really good about this, but, you know, my attention span also, I feel like such trash if I'm doing eight hours on Saturday, 12 hours on Sunday, sedentary sitting in one spot. I can't do it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you got to you got to play tricks. At one point, you got to trick her into saying, right, let's go out for drinks, but you're going to a sports bar well, to watch games. Even beyond if she thinks it's okay or not, don't you feel like... Don't you feel like a rat in a cage a little bit sitting in one room for 20 hours over the course of a weekend? Like, I need to get out and do things. I guess I never really thought of it that way. Not shopping. I'm not saying I shop, but just, you know, I, I need to I, change the scenery a little bit. I do stuff in the mornings, though. I don't sleep till noon and roll out and okay. do that. I, you right. know, I usually try to get up by 8, 9 o'clock, you know, do the gym, maybe go to a grocery store. <laughs> yeah, I'll, to I'll to get... buy all your fatty food. <laughs> <laughs> I, I interact with civilization, but okay. yeah, but I like soaking it in because we're going to get to that abyss where I got plenty of time to go out and do whatever the heck I got to do. So let me enjoy the football while I have it. All right, that's fair. Did you see this week's episode of Nomad today? No, I did not. I didn't mm. even see it was released. Mm. It was, and I was really looking forward to getting your feedback on it for one reason, one reason only. You're a big Seinfeld fan. You're one of the biggest Seinfeld fans I know. Don't tell me you finally went to the diner. I know this was on the list. I went to the Soup Nazi. Oh, you went to the Soup Nazi? Come yeah. on. Yeah, I went to the Soup Nazi. When did you tweet this out? I didn't. I've been obviously on the computer all day. I think we released it about three. I say we. I. Uh, you know what? Right in, the, right in the midst of me doing the sports minute. It must have hmm. slipped under my cracks. Would you have had time to watch it today? Yeah, I would have when I ate at 4 o'clock, for sure. Mm. But it just didn't come across my feed today. Well, you should know the Tuesdays. You know what, though? You can't say that. The last two weeks, you took me off the clock on Tuesdays. Yeah, I was releasing them on Wednesdays the last two you weeks. You know, my schedule, the TV appointments, it was like you guys, you know, got moved in prime time to yeah. a different slot. Well, you'll... I've been waiting for it on DVR. Okay, so you can look forward to this tomorrow. I'm going to give you a, a little spoiler alert. If if I Have you ever been a soup Nazi? No, I have not. So, you know, obviously, what it looks like on the show. Mm-hmm. So here's the big difference, is that on the show, Jerry and Elaine and Newman and, and George they and Kramer, they walk inside a place, go to the counter, order the suit, move to the right. Okay? We'll move to the left. They go into the right, and they move to the slide to the oh, left right, right, to the right. register. Exactly. You do order on the right and slide to the left. Okay. But it is not anything indoors. It's just a stand outside. So you're Really? Out, yeah, it's all outdoors. So... It there is though, there is a there are multiple signs in multiple languages that say you know please know your order please move efficiently. So that's not like a joke from like that Seinfeld made up. This no. is all legitimate. Yeah, and yeah. this has been around like this is where Seinfeld got the idea for the episode. Like, Has to be. That's yeah. amazing. Like my yeah. my point is, it's not like Bubba Gum Shrimp when you go out to a restaurant no, there and that was no, kind of no, spoofed no. off Forrest Gump. Like this, yeah. this would you know, was already in existence. And I mean, I don't know because I didn't go, this was my first chance to go to soup Nazi. Right. And it's called the soup man. It's not called soup soup Nazi. Nazi. Right. But unless they made it so that it kind of reflected Seinfeld more by making it, you know, you have to order this way and you have to be efficient. But I I think that they got it from this and it is a little intimidating because you kind of got to know your order. People are waiting. And how far away can you read the board? And you got to read like, uh, you know, on your phone. Um, no, you can read the board as you walk up there. Okay. So, so I'm saying like, it's not like you get up there and all of a sudden it's in front of you and then you got to make your decision in a pinch. Well, I had to make a decision quickly because I was a little nervous about it. And now the the main guy, the soup Nazi wasn't actually there. It was two other employees. So that probably I, makes it a little less intimidating, yeah, right? Yeah. That's like lenient day. What I was excited, what I was excited about was, okay, would you have a soup that you would have to order based on the Seinfeld episodes? Because there was one that I had to order no matter Mella, what. What was that one? Uh, Magatoni, what was it called? <laughs> Magahani? Mogatoni? Rigatoni? No, Mahogatoni? 
Mahogatoni? Mahogany. What's it was it? something like that. Mahogany? Seinfeld. Melanoma. Soup Nazi soups. Melagatoni. Melagatoni. <laughs> Let's see. Melagatani. I think it's Melagatani. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> George orders medium turkey chili. Right. Jerry orders medium crab bisque. <laughs> <laughs> medium crab bisque? Slide, slide. <laughs> That's also the Schmoopy episode. It yes. was like, oh yeah, Mulligatani. There we go. Mulligatani. Oh yeah, it's an Indian soup. There you go. It's simmered to perfection by one of the great soup artisans <laughs> of the modern era. That's what Kramer says. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> okay, I didn't I didn't get that. Anyway, the one I had to get was Jambalaya. Jambalaya. <laughs> Because With Newman, Newman? yeah, Newman loves the jambalaya. That's so. great. It's so funny how a couple people can pull different <laughs> soup references out of that show. So I got, uh, so I got the, I got the jambalaya, and I got the lobster bisque. Oh, yeah. medium lobster bisque. Yeah, and uh, you have to watch the Nomad to check it out. It's available. Definitely. Was the soup good? Bottom line. Bottom line, it was excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Best excellent. soup you've ever had? Uh, I don't know about best soup I've ever had because I've had some good ones, but. <laughs> Had a lot of good soup in your day, huh? Yeah, this was... Are you I, a soup guy? I'm not usually because soups don't fill me up. I would agree. But these two soups that I got were, if I got the larges, would have been a meal. Definitely. Did, did you get your bread? Yep, got okay, a bread. Good. And how about this as a little twist? The Soup Nazi adds a banana to every order. Why? Don't know. It's like their signature. That's strange. Very strange. But it's perfectly ripe. I mean, the most perfect ripe. Interesting. Which kind of felt appropriate because you have to have them at the exact time that they're perfectly right because we know bananas go bad so quickly. And I don't know. There's just – it's efficient. It helps you fill up if the soup wasn't enough, and it's perfectly ripe. So there's something soup Nazi-ish about it. Soup Nazi-ish. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's a great experience. All right. Well, I will check out the note. Thanks for the trailer. There's only the a pro- trailer. The only problem is where do you eat it? Because you can't, there's no inside there. Yeah, I guess you would sit on a curb. You'd sit on a curb. In this case, it's the winter, so it was a little difficult. So that's another subplot of this. Where do I eat it? I will, uh, I'll look into the episode. I'm glad. There you go. I DVR'd it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nomads available on YouTube. We tweet them out and put them on Facebook as well. And now side B of the PGP right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, side B, let's go. It's the PGP here on play.it, cbssportsradio.com. This is Morass, the host of Side B on the Permission Granted Podcast and the executive producer of The DA Show. And we have on here, joining me on Side B, coming in real hot, a man who's currently wearing a shirt that looks like a tablecloth, Jolton Joe D'Aluizio. Joe, happy December, my man. Happy December. I am so glad to be back. I can't even tell you the last time I was on this PGP. It feels good to be back. It feels good to have you. Yeah, we've been running through some... I don't think we've had you since before Thanksgiving, which is, is something else to I behold. honestly feel like the last time I was on the PGP was when we were breaking down the bet, the infamous bet. It's well, been that long. We're not going back to that, but... Anyhow, I mean, you've come in here, uh, we are taping this on the Monday, I guess you want to call it December 5th, would be when we're taping Side B here. And you've come in here real hot, and first of all, you're angry, as we peel back the curtain on the DA show, you're angry at my topic list title for the day's topics. Now, for those of you who want to kind of get the inner workings of what we do on the show, when I enter a day, a work day, and I get to the office some four hours before the show airs, 
I crunch out a topic list with a bunch of links to stories that we should talk about on the show tonight. And to title the list, the subject line in the email that I send out to Joe and James D.A., I usually put it in something a little quirky, something funny, maybe something having to do with the show to kind of lighten the mood and, and give everybody a laugh here as we get going on the workday. Joe, having not, D.A. being out Friday, there wasn't really much that we got into over the weekend. Having done that, I kind of just winged it and went with something I thought was funny. You didn't like it. What was the title of the topic list today, Joe? Uh, today's topic list, like you said, December 5th, Monday was, did Joe D come back from the weekend with herpes topic list? I think it's genuine. And I need to know, did you? I did not, no. Okay, well, you never know with the hoochie mamas that you hang out with, number that, one. That is a terrible thing to say about anybody. Hold on, I didn't say you had them. I, I asked the question. Don't worry about what I'm doing on my weekends, okay? Oh, I'm gonna worry. You worry about yourself. You worry about your own health, all right, big guy? My health is plenty Fat fun. Ass. Whoa, Jesus Christ. I'm coming in hot here. Joe, you just said fat ass. Uh, all right, I mean, I'm gonna, I wasn't ready for that. Are you okay? I'm perfectly fine. You know what? why I'm excited? Why? I'm excited because today is technically my Thursday, which means I only have one more okay. week, one more day, and then it's my weekend. All right, so you- I I've get, had a long week. Pump the brakes. You haven't had that long a week. Relax. Anything else happened that, that week got derailed? No. I sense some frustration. Something you don't want to mention on the Play Dot It podcast? I don't, I don't recall. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Why? Is this something you, you're trying to get out of me? I, did you argue with any of uh, your hosts on the weekend? Yeah, I did one. If you really want to talk about <clears throat> that. Ken Carmen? Ken Carmen, yeah. We got in a little uh, a little argument. What was the argument over? Let's let's work this out on the air. Okay, well. Ken Carmen, by the way, who hooked me up at Cleveland, so I'm team Ken, but let's hear your side. All right. First of all, Ken obviously in Cleveland, which means we have to do the show via ISDN. ISDN, for those who don't know, is almost like a phone line that's done from a studio, and that's how a lot of our hosts will do it when they're not in the, the studio with us. Exactly. So... When we, whenever we have a host via ISDN, it's always good for that host, whoever it may be, mm-hmm. to check in. Check. We do a a mic a mic check. Hey, mic check. I'm gonna make sure the connection is working. Make sure the connection's working. Make sure it sounds right, and uh, make sure we're ready for the show. Mm-hmm. Well, Ken comes on the air at 10 p.m. Eastern, and I happen to not hear from Ken until 9:53 p.m. Eastern. Okay, well, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff he's doing. It's a long day for him. I don't care how long his day is or how long his day was. Whoa. He should have been there earlier, and I am told— How do you know he wasn't there earlier and just didn't check in? Well, then that's a bad job on him. Okay. That's a terrible job on him because, you know, seven minutes before showtime, if things aren't working, I got to figure it out because there's no engineers here on the weekend. So this is— So now I have to play engineer, producer— and try to fix all the problems. I so, become a doctor all of a sudden. So you anger, you're a little angry with Ken that he put you in a bad spot. He put me in a real bad spot because, like I said, now luckily there was no issues. Everything ran smoothly. Great show. You think Ken knew everything was going to run smoothly? He's a professional. He has no. He's not a technician. He's not an engineer. Neither am I. We're two dopes. All right. So this is what has caused you to have a long week. So and call me a fat ass. Probably would you call him a fat ass. He's not skinny. I, I always call him big guy. I, I've never called him a fat. That's ass. That's very so. offensive, by the way, dude. Belittling somebody by calling them big guy is just, it's not right. He calls me small guy. Right, that's Now that's getting a little, that little inner workings is getting weird. That That's not true. I totally made that up. Anyway, I'm right. 
He's wrong. The show was great. That's all that matters. Oh, interesting. Well, getting to more of your anger and frustration. So we've already covered you. didn't like the topic list, which, by the way, I should also add, it's a blessing that I spelled herpes correctly because my spelling has been atrocious. Yeah, that that's true. Oh, you know what else I didn't like? I didn't like that you had to take another day off last Monday, and it was me, DA, and Bart Scott. That was a hell of a trip. What? <laughs> what is the big deal, Joe? Just do your job. Oh, I did my job. We did a great job. You see Blake Bortles went viral? Yeah, you you did an excellent job. UDA and Bart, you had a couple stories go viral. Don't worry. I'm patting myself on the back. You don't need to tell me. Okay, so what are you looking for? You did a great job. Nothing. I was just, it was just a long week. All right. I just want to go home. Relax. Yeah, last week you also had to work a Wednesday because James switched. Uh, yeah, and that's it, James. He's another one with this damn basketball. Jeez, okay. Thank God this season's over. I'm so glad they lost in the championship game. Okay, so again, the listeners aren't going to know what the heck you're talking about. James Ward plays on a, a basketball team. You want to call it a company team, I guess you can. It's not sponsored by the company, but plays with Jay Berman. Uh, Jay Berman's the only one that's part of the company. That's okay, with Kenny them. Brock is on the team, I believe. Adam Gracia. Ke- going back to Kenny Brock. Is he on the team anymore? Okay. No. Being, they had a playoff game, and their game is supposed to be Monday and Tuesday when Joe works and James is off. The playoff game was on Wednesday. He asked Joe to switch. Joe then had to break up his days off. So now you're angry at James, and you've had it with his quote-unquote damn basketball. Yeah, I mean, it's adult league basketball. And first of all, you're going to sign up for a league. If the games are on your off days, cool. But if there's a potential of playoff games or championship games being on the days that you have to work, I'm sorry, you can't play, big guy. Wow. You got to make a decision. So I had to give up my soccer my soccer playing because I wasn't going to use days and take off to go play. Okay, so now you're angry at James. You're angry at Ken Carmen. You're angry at me. I also believe from what you said to me earlier in the show, and the whole main reason I want to talk to you side B now that we're getting seven minutes in, you're angry at myself, DA, and James Ward collectively. So now what I wanted to break down with you is we are now in the week that has begun the 12 DAs of Christmas. A tradition like no other, if you will, on the DA show. A tradition, by the way, that for us behind the scenes becomes fun but yet very hectic. There's a lot of digging through the archives and cutting down for uh, time constraints and, and all of this. You, however, are angry as I asked you to give me your top 12 list out of our candidates because, quote, James works two damn days a week. I'm on the show three damn days, but you, DA, and James could have that damn Facebook Live video without me representative. You know what? Screw you. You'll get my list when I give it to you. I believe was the exact quote. Uh, I don't think I used as many dams, but it was kind of similar. Well, I, I substituted damn for F-words that you used. Yeah, I dropped a couple F-bombs. You dropped a couple F-bombs. Why were you so hostile and angry that... DA, James, and myself. It was just the, the day we did the 12 DA's video happened when James I was just in. felt a little left out. You know, I'm going to be honest. I felt a little <laughs> Come left on. out. on. If we're going to do a team effort, the whole team should be there. Okay, well, the only time you guys are all there is on a Friday, but on DA Friday. happened to be out Friday. Well, you know, it didn't work out. So now you're really voicing your displeasure. Is this going to be the Joe D we see in 2017? No, new year, new me. We've heard that before, right? Yes. So are you going to be the kind of person that's now sticking up for yourself and getting all ticked off and angry? No, no, no. I think I'm just going through a phase. What's the phase? I'm not sure. I need a vacation. I, uh, that, that's another thing I'm angry about. Please, let's not get into that. Well, please. Joe D was uh, blocked from having New Year's Eve and New Year's Day off, so, <laughs> so he's been please, angry at that. Please, I, I'm asking all you permission, grant, permission granted listeners to tune in to CBS Sports Radio on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day because I'll be here. Where else would you rather be? Exactly. So please keep me company. Okay. Well... Now if we can get back to the 12 DAs list. Joe, you were not a part of the video, as been noted. So here now is a chance for the listeners 
to hear your voice and your explanation. I want to know who your number one should be. Uh, and I want to hear you rationalize some of the other moments and kind of spill it for me. Now, this isn't the official list. This is going to be, we've basically boiled it down to 12 moments. Now, we played a best of clip, uh, our first one out, which was you losing your mind over the labeling system and the first time you really stood up for yourself, ironically, with this podcast. So let's hear some explanation about where you would go if you could rank the 12 moments. Oh, finally some input from me here? Is that what you yeah, want? that's why I teed you up for it. Oh, okay. All right, enough with the sarcasm. Get to it. Um, I think that it's very top-heavy. It's a very difficult 12, but I have... Top-heavy by you think there are too many... There are a lot of good moments. There's so many good moments. You think and, all 12 could be a one? Not, no. Not okay. all 12, but I could I could see why four or five could possibly be a one. Okay. There's a lot. But there's two moments that really stick to my mind from this past year, and then one of them has to be the epic Chipotle rant. Yeah, I was ticked. I was angry. You were angry. You were passionate. It was hilarious. I mean... You were crying over burritos and chips. For the record, and also we're just going to chime in here, all four of us, as Joe gets going, myself, Joe, James, and DA, have all casted a ballot to me, if you will, as far as where we've given the 12 moments and where you rank them, and we're going to collectively collect the votes and see you know, where we get the same consensus. So you know, I don't want to give anything away, but I would say that one ranked pretty high with me as well. That is definitely number one on my big board. Okay. Number two would have to be the uh, geography B because you yeah. just sounded like a complete jack wagon. I, I was just editing that in the newsroom, as a matter of fact, before we came in. Yeah, and listening to some of those responses was just priceless, and it makes you shake your head and say, how can a human being actually be this... Uh, Competent? Stupid. Oh, okay. We'll go on. Um, yeah, those are definitely my in the top two. Not stupid, but... Now, the other interesting part is you have a couple... You have one that's a really awkward moment on the show. Okay. And that was the Chestnut Matt Stoney incident. Oh, And where geez. it's like, it's funny, but you don't really necessarily know where it kind of ranks. Does that make any sense? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I agree. And I, we It depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for, like, hysterical laughter... That, you know, you might not get it there, but if you're getting for awkward, like you want to kind of cringe, that happened on the show, that's up there. You bring up a great point, Joe, and this is something that we brought up in the Facebook Live video that you were not invited to when it came to Chris Moore and DA going at each other over Chris Moore's Open. And the whole deal was that moment wasn't necessarily hysterical. It might have been to some cynical people, but it was really awkward, cut the tension with the knife. So when you're going through the 12 days of Christmas, obviously a lot of them are going to be very funny very hysterical, but do all 12 necessarily have to be the most hysterical moments? Remember, we make a good point, almost like the MVP candidacy in sports, where it's, is it the best player or is it the most valuable, right? The whole point of the 12 DAs is they're the 12 most memorable moments. Not necessarily the 12 funniest, not necessarily the 12 most listened to moments if they've been podcast or whatever. They're the 12 most memorable. So when you look at Matt Stoney and Joey Chestnut and the whole hype that went into that and then the web of lies that came with the team that brought them and that brought hot dogs, there was so much to dissect there. Was that one of the most 12 memorable moments of the entire year? Definitely was. Okay, I saw there you answered your question. It, it, it belongs there. It's just it's a tough spot trying to figure out where... Where it goes. The, where to go, where it goes. And exactly. I can tell you, I've had the benefit, and you guys have the archive to do this as well, but I know it is my job when putting together the 12 DAs to edit these down because we like to keep them somewhere, anywhere between two minutes if they're really a short moment or like five and a half to six minutes 
at the longest, but a lot of moments like the Matt Stoney, Joey Chestnut thing, well, I mean, that was like 19 minutes they were in studio. The Chicken Challenge, which we may discuss, that was like 19 minutes. So it's my job to boil these down and try to get the meat and potatoes of those moments because we obviously can't afford to play the entire couple segments back. So in listening back to these moments, I can tell you the Matt Stoney, Joey Chestnut, I actually got a little, like, I get like a chest pain, like a little anxiety, like my chest tightens. I felt that re-listening to it, and I hope that comes through if that is on the list with the listeners. I honestly could say the same exact thing because you could feel the tension in the studio between all three of them. Right. While, you know, we thought they were going to eat hot dogs. That's the whole point. What else do we want to do with them? That's the bit. And it completely went downhill, but definitely one of the top moments for sure. It has to be. Okay. And where, what else were you thinking? Um, and by the way, you're grouping right now what you think would be the five number ones or so? Okay. The, the top, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, another one that I think is underrated that I just love listening to, and I've listened to this several times, okay. is the airport bathroom grunting. Wow, okay. I think that's a uh, that's like the mid-major sneaking in, making it to the Elite Eight kind of a deal. Interesting. I found that one very funny, obviously. Otherwise, it wouldn't even be in contention. I think the thing that that one lacks is depth, if you will, because that was a very quick... Remember, that was a Trash Tuesday moment. It happened on a Tuesday, and that was DA's trash. So generally, our Trash Tuesdays are only 90 seconds to two minutes, where if you look at all the candidates, that might end up being our shortest candidate. It was very funny for two minutes, and maybe that's all you need, but it didn't have good quality depth to it. But sometimes short and sweet is is more than... is, is better, you know? Right. And I thought because of that, because of uh, the short and sweet and just, I thought, constant laughter and relatable in a sense that... Well, how is it not? That, you know... You get the bubble guts in a bathroom in the morning. It, a little Chick-fil-A biscuit and away we blow. Yikes. <laughs> I thought, I think that's an underrated moment that definitely deserves uh Okay. So you think that's for, a number one? I would put it in the one category. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. If we were going to break it down like that. And what was the next one you had for us? Uh, the next one, okay, this one I know you got because I did watch the video. Okay. Which I wasn't included in, yes. Um, I, I noticed you guys played back the uh, tentacle ball. Yes, very funny. Very funny, but like the whole punchline was all the way till the end. I felt yes. like that one was too long. So you, you know what I mean? And because okay. of that, I haven't, I haven't ranked lower because you have to wait for that punchline. But the whole thing was funny. See, it's labeled as tentacle ball because that's the punchline, but the whole concept the of con- hot aliens and, they, you know, they got their own swimsuit edition up there. I think for— I With th- dissecting extracurricular light or extraterrestrial, what was E.T.? Yeah, e- extraterrestrial. He phones home, that's Some, all I remember. Me too. Reasons, reasons. Anyway, uh, I think it went way too out of, like, out of left field. It went like, you guys, you, I don't know if that makes, that's what makes it that much funnier. But to me, you guys drifted wet, you know. So too weird for you. Way too weird, yeah. Okay, so that would not be a number one. No, that that's in the, the second half category. Okay, one thing you did not bring up, and maybe you were not there, and I don't think he's getting quite enough love from the committee, is the breaking bad news with Joey Waller night where he flipped out over sending emails to the comptroller, quote-unquote. I've gone back, and again, I've listened to all the candidates. It is... Very funny. It was very funny in the moment because all of us just stopped and laughed. And I believe that was James in the house for that. So maybe you don't have the same love for that moment that I would. I act. I know. I think I was actually in for that. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay. I believe. I believe I was. And I. I agree with you. That is another underrated one. And what made that so funny was that 
when Joey obviously reads these breaking bad news, he has no idea what's coming. Right. We do. And the fact that we know what's coming and it, and it made us laugh that hard just shows how funny that really was. That's a good point. Well, Joey, I know you're going to have to get to the sports minute here. So I'm gonna we're going to wrap on that note. Okay. All right. Is that okay? Did you have something else you wanted to add? No, I have nothing else. No, it's fine. Hold on, hold on. You look no, like you have something else to no, add. No, it's, it's... Joe, what else do you have to it's add? It's cool. No, it's what, cool. You had another note, Joe. Add it. I see you scrolling your phone. You had notes. What was the last note you wanted to give us? Another underrated one. Okay. Scotty and Shep. Oh. Shep stinking, because that man always stunk. The good thing about that is, number one, it pays homage to Shep, who's no longer with us at CBS Sports Radio. We think he's still alive. I haven't heard from him. Have you? No. Number oh. two, <laughs> anytime you could sneak a Scott Farrell onto the onto the show is always brilliant. Gold. Uh, and that actually happened last December, but it was after the 12 DAs had already begun. So it's almost like when you when you have a Grammy Award winner from like the December of the year before, the clock started ticking early on that. Uh, and that was when Shep wasn't showering or something like that. It was always he was something homeless. With Shep. Yeah, who, who the hell who knows? knows? And, and Pharrell apologized to everybody for stinking up the studio. Well, Joe, on that note, I'm going to wrap unless you have any more notes. No, I'm good now. Well, I, I'm you good. got everything off your yeah, chest? Yeah, definitely. All right, Joe. Well, thank you for coming back to the PGP. Congrats. We've made it to December. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Shawnee. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the PGP. If you have any thoughts on your favorite moments, maybe moments that we might have overlooked that were special to you guys, the listeners, because, again, this is all about you, please tweet at Joe D, at Joe D CBS. Correct? Correct. Bingo. Tweet at me, at Mraz CBS. And we'll digest, we'll look into them, and who knows, maybe we'll get a chance to play those back as well. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.